Welcome to Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. My name is John Bartlett and I'm your host. I am so excited for today's wonderful Freedom Ride episode. Kimberly Elliott is the founder of Be Like Josh Foundation. She is a proud dog mother to Josh, a dog with cerebellum hypnoplasia. While initially being nervous about being able to take care of a dog with such a disability, Josh has completely transformed her world for the better. Her aim now with the organization in his name is to enlighten others about his condition and using that as a tool for a general acceptance for all of our fellow beings. Josh was purchased from the breeder by a family and the family brought him home. And within a couple of weeks, they started to notice that there was something not right about him, not normal. And so they returned him to the breeder for a puppy that wasn't broken. His condition is called cerebellar hypoplasia. What it is essentially is an underdevelopment specifically of one portion of his brain. And that part of his brain is called the cerebellum. And that is the part of his brain and our human brains that controls all of our motor function. So he's all there. You know, he's wildly intelligent, wildly capable, emotionally intuitive, but he cannot control his body. So when his brain says walk in a straight line and he gets up and it just looks like chaos to us in his mind, he's walking in a straight line. And My husband and I had wanted to adopt a golden doodle. We were on a wait list and they're really hard to come by and rescue. And I scrolled across a post by a local rescue here. They had a, basically a plea out there on their Facebook page for foster homes for three special needs, golden doodles. We basically signed up to foster and I was really scared because we had no idea what we were in for. In the beginning, I doubted if I was capable of getting around his disability Like cerebellar hypoplasia has so many similarities to cerebral palsy just in it, its symptoms and how it presents. And I just didn't know that dogs lived lives with like thriving lives with conditions like this. They brought him over. And the second I laid eyes on him, I mean, like I feel emotional right now, (laughs) flashing back to that first moment. I just dropped down to the ground and I just saw this caramel colored, floppy, jiggly, uncontrollable body just sort of flopping around in my front yard and like held my husband's toes to the fire. And I'm like, Hey, like, I need to know you are like in this with me, not just, okay, do whatever you want. But I want to hear you say that you're interested in making this successful. Cause I, I was so intimidated and I didn't want to fail that I needed that backup. And so of course he rose to the occasion and within 24 hours, we knew we were going to adopt. And so began our journey. Josh is really physically challenged compared to the typically able dog. There is no way around that. You know, I just got done feeding him breakfast. I hand feed him not because he's spoiled, but because, you know, the kid can't hold his head still and focus his head to get into the bowl. And so he just gets frustrated and gives up eating. So, you know, I hand feed him, I help him do all these things. And right out of the gate, we just sort of had this trust. And it's almost like he knows these people are an extension of me and they're including me. 
So at the time he came to us, we had just previously, a year prior, rescued. We brought in two dogs into our home that were really in need of a lot of training. So we were working with a trainer at that time, and we were doing really orchestrated pack walks every morning, you know, with firm boundaries and all this and that. And so when we got him, we didn't really know what to do with him, to be perfectly honest, because he can't, he really can't walk unassisted. So someone had suggested a wagon and we just thought that was the most brilliant idea. So we put him in a wagon one day and we, we took our pack for a walk and we pulled him along in his wagon. And I'm not even kidding you. We look back and his mouth was just kind of hanging open in a smile. And he had his face hanging out the side of the wagon and the wind was blowing through his fur. And so that was our first real eye-opening experience of the realization that he can be part of the pack if we're willing to get creative. And so thus began the creativity. My husband and I were both really into camping, backpacking, wilderness trekking. And so we put him in a backpack. We use the canine sports sack, carry him on our back when we go hiking and backpacking. We have a life vest for him and we put him on the paddleboard when we go paddleboarding. Um, we have three different wagons. We have pulling wagons, pushing wagons. Um, last year we got him a wheelchair and um, he uses his wheelchair more as like an exercise tool. He's not like a, in his wheelchair every day, all day kind of guy. So we use his wheelchair for exercise. He's got a bunch of different special traction booties. And so sometimes we rig a leash through his harness handle and kind of puppeteer him with his different traction booties on. And we walk him that way. We carry him, push him, pull him, roll him, however we have to include him. And he is so challenged, but he's never frustrated. He doesn't ever show any signs of emotional distress. He's always either relaxed or totally thrilled to be doing anything that, that you want to do with him. You know, he's just a good sport. He's a really happy, well-adjusted guy and dogs are totally present. Like, there's so many things that I have struggled with in my life, you know, as a child of trauma and, you know, a woman with struggled with low self-esteem and stuff. And jo you would think that Josh would feel these things too, but he doesn't. He doesn't feel guilty for his existence. He doesn't feel embarrassed uh, when he makes a mistake. He doesn't lash out or get frustrated. He's just an easygoing guy. And he doesn't carry with him all the emotional baggage that us humans carry. And you can feel that radiate off him. And I think that has been one of his greatest tools in teaching me. And then my goal with Josh's platform has been to lead by example and teach others as I learn in the process myself. And it started off with just, you know, people not understanding you know, why is this dog alive? He appears to be suffering. So initially out of the gate, I was doing a lot of just educating about neurological disabilities. You know, there's no pain. It's not degenerative. He's okay. Try to just let that prejudice go and just be here in the moment with Josh. And so then I really set out to do the Be Like Josh Foundation. So we are an official 501c3 nonprofit. Um, we are 50% dog rescue and 50% community outreach. So our rescue is centered around saving specifically dogs with special abilities like Josh. I really wanted to channel the awareness for disabilities and all abilities inclusion by going into schools and speaking to the youth. We let the kids get hands-on with Josh's body and feel his wheelchair and see his backpack. 
And I try to draw the correlation between Josh's disability and their peers that have a disability. Try to teach them, you know, if you can love Josh and think that he is so awesome, even though he's different than the dogs you have at home, then what about our friends here at school that, you know, maybe are different from us, but what great abilities they bring to the table? And I mean, it's no surprise our current climate right now, there's so much change going on and there's so many people that need to be seen like truly seen. He was one of so many dogs that are just discarded because they don't meet the expectations of the people purchasing them or adopting them. And he seems so happy and grateful. You know, dogs are such energetic beings. They really do communicate with us through their energy. And Josh's energy, if you sit with him and you close your eyes, and I'm not trying to sound cheesy, but you can feel it. It is gratitude. It's like, wow. I love talking with Kimberly and hearing about the heartwarming story about Josh. His disability was not something that she wrote off, but instead she worked with it to embrace it. And in return, Josh has given Kimberly and her husband boundless love and appreciation. He certainly made their life fulfilling. And I love that Kimberly is also trying to spread his message and apply it to other ways that we think about accepting one another. We all need more compassion for each other right now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. This show is a production of As It Should Be, a content studio. It's made with the support of our producer and editor, Jack Summer. Special thanks to our composer and neighbor, Daniel Lampert, for creating the music for the show. You can subscribe to Dog Save the People on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, please leave a review or rating. You can also follow us on social media. For the dog days of summer, during July and August, we will be posting every other Tuesday. I'll be spending a lot more time with my dogs, and I hope you will be too. You can also check out the Tiny Tim Rescue Fund, my foundation, at johnbartlettny.com. Enjoy a walk with your dog and make it a great day for both of you. Thank you.